There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name's Isaiah, joined tonight by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. And I'm doing all right. Awesome, awesome. Well, happy Memorial Day weekend to everybody out there. It's a good weekend. We are going to be covering two different things tonight. If it would stop fucking raining. Yeah, it's been raining a lot. Actually, today was the f- only day so far this weekend it hasn't rained. So, guys, it's washing the cool. It's been raining for two weeks here. here. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful here, <laughs> but everything's closed, so it doesn't matter. Right? It well, doesn't. Screw you, Sean. <laughs> God, I'd rather rain and can go to a place than freaking be beautiful and got nowhere to go. Oh yeah, I would gladly like I don't know like go to a concert or something in the pouring rain or something you know anything. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. But we got a good show for you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about two different subjects. First off, we're going to cover. We've been hyping it up for the last few weeks. We're going to talk about the halfway to Black Friday sale from Vinegar Syndrome. We're going to talk a little bit about what we got and kind of some of the different aspects of it. Because it was a wild, wild sale, that's for sure. And it's actually still ongoing through Monday night at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time is when it's going to end. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're also going to be talking about sequels that we thought were better than the originals. So we're going to be finishing off our episode with that tonight. But before we get into all that, um, what have you guys been doing this week? Nothing much, man. Just relaxing and... That's about it. Watching a few old yeah. movies. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing same. Didn't really do much. I mean, I started a new job this week, which gives me a better schedule. So I'll be able to be at every podcast, which is great because I really miss being here. And when, when you're here every other week and if you have to miss one, then that's three weeks and then it really fucking sucks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched, uh, we watched the, uh, fantasy island blumhouse movie and it was it was okay for me it was way too many twists in the movie yeah i heard it wasn't that great yeah for for pg-13 it wasn't the worst but they just tried to like have too many gotcha moments that were just way out there the trailer didn't look great yeah skipped it (laughs) yeah the trailer wasn't (laughs) I watched Cruising with Al Pacino. I just got the Blu-ray. Okay. One of my favorite movies. Not for everybody, but it's a great one if you're into a good murder mystery. It's a great thriller. Yeah. Awesome. I finished the new season of Trailer Park Boys. That's basically all I've done this weekend. <laughs> Same. On and off. Same. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> he actually watched the TV show. 
<laughs> oh, I had if, my because if, if it's a comedy show, then I have no problem watching it. That's easy to watch because you just you know laugh and it just goes to the next episode. But when you have to like sit there and just like you have to keep on watching something because the whole ongoing ongoing story, I'm just like, uh, I'm lazy. Right. So TV's not my thing, but comedy I could do because I freaking love like Seinfeld, Married with Children. I could binge watch those freaking forever because <laughs> I love those shows. Right. So North Carolina finally started the reopening the state, and I think we just started phase two this week, which uh, allowed us to play uh, Dungeons and Dragons in person for the first time in like three months, and that was so satisfying. It was that's awesome. Yeah, they had they all came over. We had some drinks and rolled some dice and had a blast. It was it was amazing. Where nice. I'm at doesn't even start phase one until next Friday, and they're talking about mandatory laws on wearing masks. Some so counties here are doing fair. that, and they're going to start making us wear them at work. But yeah, yeah we don't in public period, which <laughs> is not going. I don't know. Anyways. That's why I love working right. here because even the people at Sonic, when I go get like something from Sonic, they're not even wearing masks, and I'm like, thank goodness, because I don't believe in any of this crap. That's just my two cents, though. Yeah. Anyways, back on subject here. So I, I also watched uh, <laughs> Trailer Park Boys. I hate talking about Corona every week. It's getting yeah, old. Yeah, it's it's hard not to up. though. It's really not hard not to. I know, but still, at the same time. I'm yeah. sure everybody gets tired of hearing us talk about it yeah. <laughs> and complain about it. But, yeah, so I also uh, watched the new season of Trailer Park Boys, which was amazing. Been watching a lot of that 70s show, too. And then, uh, Oh, man, I love this show. Oh, my God. I, I've binge-watched the first two seasons already in the last week and a half. So that's I, When I binge it, I binge so it until Eric leaves and I start over. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, how I am Don't with the blame me. when Michael leaves, I start over. Yep. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Be, besides that, also we watched Slaughterhouse the night that the uh, Vinegar Syndrome sale went live, so that was great as well. Because that's actually the first time I've seen the movie, so um, oh, okay. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I, I love that yeah, movie. That's a fun one. I did not know. Buddy that was with his pig splitter. Watching. Yeah, I didn't either. That's why he was getting irritated at us chatting up too much. <laughs> we would have kept quiet if we, if we had known. Come on, Isaiah, you got to tell us this stuff. Uh, it was fine. It was fine. Well, now you got to go pick up the Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome. I already have it. I just that I just haven't watched it in, until oh. uh, Thursday night. So. Gotcha. It's all good. It's all good. So to kind of segue from there, let's talk about the halfway to Black Friday sale because we've been talking about this for quite a long time now. And holy God, my wallet hurts after <laughs> after that. Yeah, it was cool, man. I bought one of the special releases. I wanted some more special shit, but it was still cool. L.A. Wars, isn't it? That yep. looks awesome. So yes. I'm looking forward to getting that. I picked up a couple of random titles like Petey Wheatstraw and I can't remember what else. I definitely <laughs> was conservative in the sale though. Yeah. I'm not as exciting 
as you guys were listening to <laughs> <laughs> uh, well you're better than me I didn't partake at all man I I had to put every last bit of expendable income I had into savings because I want to make sure that I'm going to be at Texas in yeah, September I gotta make I sure am. I have the money that's my number one priority right now oh yeah heck yeah so what did you end up picking up, Ted, from the sale? Oh, see, I already pre-ordered Rad. And yeah. Rod. How did I forget that? I guess because it's pre-order. Anyway, sorry, Ted. <laughs> oh, are you done, Sean? I'm sorry. I thought. No, I'll make sure to interrupt you a few more times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, you, you done. You done. <laughs> eventually <laughs> it was a so, great uh, sale though it is a great sale all right so i, pre- I pre-ordered rad pale blood and uh i had bought la la wars um i bought patty hearst because i like true crime type stuff mm-hmm. i bought demon wind i bought um blood hook which is a slasher film directed by the former producer of Mystery Science Theater 3000. So I was like, I got to check this out because I've never seen this before. Right. Um, I bought... I'm like, Sean, I can't remember everything I bought now because I, I bought like 10 <laughs> movies. <laughs> <laughs> and I bought you know, I bought stuff from other, other online stores too. So nice. things kind of run together. I did buy um, Raw Force. And I bought Trip with the Teacher, which interests me because the director did everything on that movie. He not only wrote, produced, directed it, but he was the entire crew. He uh, apparently, yeah, he he borrowed money from his father to help finish the movie. He had one other guy to help him on days he needed help with for like cinematography used nothing but natural light. I mean, the guy just did everything. And it's the only movie he ever directed. He was into, like, uh, choreography stuff and other movies. But he wanted to direct, and so he made this exploitation movie. So I bought that because I was like, (laughs) I bought that because I was like, you know, I need to check this out. That's major respect for that. Just everything. So that and just, you know, a couple of stuff here and there. Okay. Cool. Well, I've got a whole list that I'm kidding. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm just going to kind of list it all off. So first off, I, I did pre-order ad after you guys kind of talked it up to me. So I, I got that. And then I ended up going with Demon Wind, The Severed Arm, Blood Games, uh, Psychos in Love. Yes. Um, the Candy Snatchers. Uh, yes. the, the two new VSA titles, uh, Dr. Jekyll's Dungeon of Death and L.A. Wars, which we've talked about. Uh, Dolomite, The Human Tornado, which I'm glad they got back in stock in time for the sale because I was a little heartbroken when it went out of sale a week <laughs> before the sale. I had The Human Tornado. <laughs> um, also, uh, Petey Wheatstraw, Olivia, The Psychic Killer, Raw Force, Evil Town, which was the most sought after one That's in this whole it, sale. 
Yeah, because I got Evil Town also. That's right. Just I can't a, believe I forgot that. Yeah, no I kidding. I smartly ordered that first and then went about your business. Yeah, that that yeah. was that was a shit show because they Within only had five minutes. It was sold out. Five minutes. It was completely sold out. They only had like three hundred of the numbered and dashed copies left. We got the numbered. Baby. And holy crap! I'm I'm super <laughs> glad that we ordered that first and then went back and yeah. started placing orders because we wouldn't have gotten that if no we wouldn't have if if we would have waited like a lot of people did copies we would have waited mm-hmm. yep people are complaining on like blurry.com oh i put in my card and i went to shop for other stuff 15 minutes later wouldn't let me finish my order because evil town sold down i was like well dude you should have bought it first it's and then you can just combine shopping. your order yep combine with your order yeah. that's the biggest thing and they've yeah. been saying that for I weeks i'm mad about that stuff about 20 years ago and just got with the time yep yeah so like I ended up getting all those movies, and then on top of that, I did go with the halfway subscri- subscription package for the uh, horror and exploitation movies for the rest of the year, um, just because I've been buying almost every month when new stuff comes out anyways, so why not save the money and just get it all in one shot? So that went on a credit card. <laughs> and then I'm planning on uh, starting to do more reviews of the Vinegar Syndrome stuff coming up here, starting with the June releases, because I want to start doing that as just some extra content. So I'll probably be doing that here starting after we get the package in June for that. So that's something to kind of look forward to. I'm kind of excited to do something like that. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to what they have so far because they've, they've announced a couple of the titles and given hints about stuff that is coming out, which I'm looking forward to the next Giallo box set the 80s slashers which me and Ted were talking about earlier I'm I'm looking forward to they got a 3D release I mean they they've got a a bunch that they're getting ready to to release over the next 6 months so um, I'm really hoping that I'm really hoping that 3D release of Silent Madness from the 80s that would be so awesome Yeah that would be great that would be cool But we'll we'll, we'll see what's coming uh, Vinegar Syndrome I think always does a good job I mean not every release is going to be a hit, and even even if it isn't, you know, I can always just take the ones I don't like and then sell them at the regular price. So, you know, I can make, make sure a, you, a little bit back. Make sure, and instead of just selling it, sell the Blu-ray separately from the slipcover. You'll make a lot more money. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Why don't you tell us about that story, Ted, because that's an interesting story. Okay, so last Sunday, I was just messing around on eBay, and I noticed there was a listing... I don't even know how this came up because I don't, I don't, I don't shop for slip covers or stuff like that. You know, it's just not what I do. But it was a listing for this this person from the Netherlands was selling a big slip cover lot a lot from Vinegar Syndrome, Shop Factory, uh, MVD, just everybody, even like Mill Creek. And when I I clicked on it because I was like that looks interesting. I just clicked on it and the bid was already at three hundred and. 80 bucks these are just slip covers yeah these are just the slip covers not the movies or anything just slip covers and then like tuesday or not tuesday monday i was like okay i want to see where this bid is just because you know this is interesting you know this is interesting to me and so it was up to like 410 dollars well after that i pretty much forgot about it and then all of a sudden because i had just looked at the listing ebay sent me an email today saying you know oh there's there's only an hour left of the bidding, so I was like, oh, crap. And so I looked at it, and it was at $986. And I was like, holy crap. 
But when the bidding had ended, the winning bid was $2,025 even. So somebody spent over $2,000 just to get slip covers. It's either someone that was real desperate to have those or yeah. someone's about to get ripped off really hard for some DVDs, Blu-rays they think they're getting. But Yeah. Well, they're not getting the Blu-rays. They're getting the slip covers. That's that's, that's what I mean. And whoever just bought the slip covers is going to slip them on some shit that ain't real. That's all I mean. But... That's a possibility. Yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> they're from, you know, they're from the Netherlands. I don't know. But, but yeah. Flip so I just, I just couldn't believe I I couldn't believe over two thousand dollars for slip covers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it's wild. You're paying that much money for cardboard. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "It's your money. Do what you want with it." But I'm just like, "Darn, I I could never see myself spending any type of money like that on cardboard." So, but that was very interesting to me. Yeah, that's for sure. That's just fucking wild. I mean. I went a little nuts in this sale, but I didn't go $2,000 nuts. That's just ridiculous. And just for yeah, some like cardboard. One, I, yeah, I spent like 140 or so on this sale. That, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little higher than that. But that was all on a credit card. <laughs> That'll be paid off in the next year. 2025. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Oh, God. It was it was fun. It was a lot of fun doing the sale, though. I I enjoy stuff like that. Uh, and like I've said multiple times, Vinegar Syndrome always does a wonderful job, and they did a great job with this sale. They did a great job with the Black Friday sale. Honestly, the biggest thing is just people are just gonna have to wait to get their product because obviously so many people have bought and stuff. So it, it'll be about July by the time, you know, I get my my shipment. But it'll be well well worth it. That's for sure. You'll get that before you get your shop factories. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Because that shit show hasn't even started processing yet. It just still says order taken. I understand taken. that they're they're a bigger uh, operation than like Hamilton Book or Deep Discount, whatever. Yep. And I'm getting my orders quickly from those people. But I bought one. As I say, I I've been one, getting my stuff pretty decently. So I bought one order from from shop factory was their out of print uh sale that they were having still having technically about four titles and it's been over a week and like nothing (laughs) everything else is like shipping like even sean and i we had bought a fright night part two on Mm -hmm. blu-ray the original part two on the spanish import region free and we got ours already for that too yeah i ordered that this week and got it this week yeah it was just a few days for me and i got i got it uh, yesterday actually along with my screen archive entertainment order which i bought two blu-rays from there yeah and yeah it's been uh 16 days since i've ordered my stuff from shout factory and nothing's moved on it so going on almost three weeks <laughs> so i heard people have been receiving emails saying you know we don't have this anymore sorry or not even getting a sorry we're just like we don't have this anymore oh that would piss me off it's not it's not going to be shipping and i'm just like can't y'all keep your website they, they have the worst website i don't care shop factory has the worst website out of these other stores they do labels i, I hate their website shop factory get your shit together seriously 
Yeah, shop factory, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> ditch pigs, you know. There you go. There's the ditch pigs. I love it. Yeah, if you order from Shop Factory, you know, don't hold your breath. It's going to be a while. Maybe if I start pestering them, they'll give me an answer. If I send them an email People every day. People have been doing that, and they're not even getting responses. Their customer service apparently has gone straight to crap, too. Their whole so operation's gone downhill. Company, maybe. Yeah, their whole... I do it. I mean, do it to do it. But if I don't, if I don't get anything, like, in a reasonable amount of time, you know. I mean, I can wait because I got so much crap coming in. It doesn't matter. But... Right. And now, you know, when it gets enough's enough, I'm just gonna go to PayPal and get a dispute and get my money back and just be done with it. I don't care. Yeah. It's not like these it's not like the, the, the few movies I bought I absolutely have to have. I mean, you know, they're just some of the IFC titles. I mean, they're not like great. I just wanna check them out. Right. So I'm like, whatever. I really want my Candyman Farewell to the Flesh and my Invasion <laughs> of the Body Snatchers. Those are important titles. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't want those too. But Definitely. I do have my can I do have Candyman Farewell to the Flush. I bought that a couple of years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, I like somebody, sounds like some people here should have uh, followed my lead into buying up the MGM stuff when they could. <laughs> well, shoulda, woulda, coulda. <laughs> Didn't happen. That's okay. I'm trying to get it now. And at a cheaper dis- discount than what you would have gotten it at that time. So, there. I got mine pretty cheap. I didn't pay full price for a lot of stuff either. Well, la-ti-da. I know. That just means I'm better than you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good stuff. But yeah, Ted, you're such a diva. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I need my darn it. <laughs> but uh, the vinegar syndrome still awesome yes still going on till tomorrow night so you know if you want to pick up something go have a look i highly suggest it because a lot of stuff is uh getting low in count too so definitely I got an check email it out. from them they said that rad is they've they've sold 90 percent of rad in the email yeah i saw that earlier too which is great that's cool so if you like '80s movies, then you pretty much would probably like Rad. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the ultimate bike race, basically. Yeah. Mm. Good stuff. John and I are really excited for Rad. <laughs> I actually am new. Uh, I actually am now too. So um, uh, it'll be great checking that out because I definitely haven't seen that one before. So yeah, that's one from my youth that I didn't think would exist. It's been in the bootleg circuits forever, but. Now it's got a 4K release. Uh, no yeah, it's got a 4K, yeah. <laughs> Which is awesome. And the slipcover looks fucking amazing, too. So it looks great. I'm starting to think Isaiah is the one who spent 2000 on those slipcovers, guys. <laughs> nope. Definitely not. <laughs> Even though I wish I had more slipcovers. That really gave me the idea. I was looking at my Vinegar Syndrome Blu rays that I do have the slipcover. Cover and I was like, I wonder how much I would get for these. <laughs> There's a lot of people yeah. willing to pay a pretty penny for these vinegar syndrome slipcovers. That's for crazy sure. Crazy to me though. That's just cardboard though. I mean, vinegar syndrome Blu-rays or Blu-rays slipcovers are of a higher quality than like Shout Factory or anybody else. Yep. It's, it's made of something different. They're really nice, but two thousand dollars. Wow. <laughs> it's amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, you do you. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if you have the money, if you have the two grand to blow on slipcovers, you know, go right ahead, man. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to stop you. Good times. Makes me look, it does make me look forward to the Black Friday sale when that comes around. I'm on vacation. I'm not looking forward to anything past my vacation right now. <laughs> because that means you'd be back at work. <laughs> That's true. I can understand that. I can respect that. Finally, finally finished work Friday, officially on contract. And about to go back till August now, so. I there you go. Enjoy. That's awesome. I'm going to start watching movies tomorrow that I need to watch. I haven't watched yet. Okay. I need to watch just the one, just one of the guys. I got to watch that. Have you watched Your Blue yet, Sean, or that? No. Yeah, I gotta watch that. Like I popped it in just to check look it out for a minute, but Yeah, I need yeah, to watch it was my wife wanted to watch with me. Watch nice. that, watch Eight Heads and Duffel Bag. Great movie. Good old Joe Pesci. <laughs> it's a classic. Definitely. I, I also I was I the the Jackie Chan movies that I had bought, the double feature, the uh Drunken Master and the uh, Snake in the Eagle Shadow. I popped that in. And Snake in the Eagle Shadow has music that's stolen directly from the original Star Wars. I was shocked. That's <laughs> At the very beginning of the movie, there's these two guys fighting. And because um, I've never seen the I've never seen that Jackie Chan movie before. And so they start fighting. And then the music where Luke Skywalker blows up the Death Star, they're about they're like, you know, he's already shot the missiles and they're flying away and the Death Star's about to blow up uh Yavin four. And you know, that the drums or the trumpets are like, you know, dun 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 you know, that music. That music starts playing as these two guys start fighting. And I was just like, Wait, what? <laughs> like that's exactly from Star Wars. That's awesome. And so I went on like IMDB and it's in the trivia. It says this movie stole music from like some James Bond movie in Star Wars. <laughs> I was like, jeez. How you do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Awesome. Well, yeah, you got a lot of movies to watch then, because you you oh, still got yeah. a bunch of stuff from Vinegar Syndrome still that you got to watch too, don't you? Yeah, for Black Friday, <laughs> I haven't watched Blood Harvest yet. I haven't watched. Oh, you got to watch the never ending stack. It's the, it, that's what it is, pretty much. Like Candy Snatchers, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched Spookies yet. I know you have, Isaiah, but I have I love yet. Spookies. I love both Spookies and Blood Harvest. I love both of them. <laughs> I think they're great. Blood Harvest is probably going to be one that you, you'll probably... I, 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 it's hard to describe just because it's such a weird movie. It'll probably be one that you'll like if you're in a certain mood. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just th- th- flat out loved it just because it's so quirky and weird. And because Tiny Tim's just out there, so I'll probably love this one. (laughs) I like weird weird stuff. (laughs) Like I haven't even watched Savage Dawn yet, which is has Lance Hendrickson and a bunch of other. Yeah, I still gotta watch that too. Black and Richard Lynch. Last week I watched Savage Harbor, which was awesome. It's the best Frank Stallone movie I've ever seen. You know, I just I was thinking about that movie, and I was like, you know what's sad is that we never got like an actual movie where Sylvester Stallone teamed up with Frank Stallone as like in, in some type of action movie or something. That would have been epic. Yeah, that would have been, been great. Cool. 
I can already see so the I marketing had too much for the of movie. An ego, I guess. You know. the, the the marketing would be awesome. Stallone and Stallone, and just <laughs> dub double targeted or I don't know some stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were brothers, targeted by a madman. <laughs> I would have ate that up as a kid if that was actually happened. Right. Gosh. Oh, yeah, special appearance by their wild ass mom. <laughs> <laughs> Stop or my mom will shoot part two. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Stallone, Frank Stallone. <laughs> Good time. You no, know, I watched the interview on the Savage Harbor Blu-ray with Frank Stallone. I was like, darn, you know, even in his older age, I'm I'm assuming he's in his late sixties or early seventies, like like Sylvester is. So I'm just like. Man, you still look so much like your own brother. I look alike so much. Yeah. There's a scene in Savage in Savage uh, Harbor where he's wearing like like a, a cab hat or whatever, and it looks just like, other than the color, it looks like the same hat Rocky wore in like the first two movies when. Or did Rocky? Oh, no, wait, Rocky wore like a fedora hat. Yeah, he wore a fedora. Never mind. That's completely different hat. Never mind. Forget that. <laughs> Scratch that. He still freaking freaking looks like his own brother, man. It's just yeah. uncanny. But Ooh. I highly recommend Savage Harbor. Fun, fun movie. Yeah, I think that's one I'm going to probably end up watching. I might even watch that tomorrow, actually. I keep forgetting that I don't have to work for tomorrow because it's uh, Memorial Day. So I'm probably going to end up <laughs> watching that tomorrow. Not only does it have Frank Stallone, it also has... Uh, the actress who played Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family TV show from the sixties. She she plays a stripper <laughs> or dancers. Mm. She doesn't really strip, but she's like dancing in a bar. So I just call her a stripper in the movie. All right. I didn't even realize that was her until I was like watching the credits and it had her name, and I was like, wait, isn't that the girl who was Wednesday Adams in the Adams? And I so I went on IMDb, and sure enough, it was. I was like, holy crap. That's great. Yeah, I'm going to have to check that out probably tomorrow then. Add that to my watch list for tomorrow. So I'm going to I'm finally going to watch I think Savage Dawn tomorrow too, so probably going to end up watching both of those probably back to back do a little uh VSA double feature. Savage Monday. Savage Monday. Savage Monday. There we go. Hashtag Savage Monday. USA all night <laughs> but good stuff vinegar syndrome sale was definitely awesome but kind of moving on from there tonight we are talking about sequels to horror franchises that we thought were that are more our favorites than the than we like like the original so this could be anything from friday the 13th to psycho nightmare on elm street you know we're just going to be talking about the ones that we like and kind of why we like them better than the original and uh, who would like to start us out? I'll go first. Let's start off. All right. So some of my uh, some of my selections would be, I guess you could call it controversial in the horror community because the originals are loved so much. But uh, first on my list, better. <laughs> <laughs> the first on my list is Fright Night Part Two from 1988. I like it more than the first movie. I agree. 
my my reasoning is first i think regine is a better villain than jerry i like her motive in the movie you know she uh she wants revenge you know for uh on uh peter and charlie for you know killing jerry in the first movie but she's not out to like kill them she wants to you know make them miserable that's why i mean in the movie she's trying to turn she's turning peter into a vampire just so he'll live forever torture him forever yeah go ahead sean tell him my opinion go ahead keep talking Okay, I just thought it was a podcast. Wow. We all commenting. That's oh, cool, brother. Damn. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I told Isaiah I was waiting for that. <laughs> all right, I'm going to go get the kiddie pool and the Vaseline, and we're going to sort this shit out right now. <laughs> That's okay. Y'all have fun playing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree with Sean. I mean, she, she just wants to torture him forever, not to kill him. And what she does with Peter, I love how she like takes his job from fright night from hosting fright night and he gets sent to the freaking uh insane asylum right um i like tracy lynn's character of alex better than amanda bierce's character she doesn't seem as uptight she i feel like she's more proactive in the movie i mean she actually you know helps save charlie and peter and you know she has that fight with the um with a therapist who's been turned into a vampire uh, I like Regine's henchman, um, you know, Brian Thompson from Cobra, you know, he's like their chauffeur, human caretaker, whatever. Yeah, I like her little brood better. than the they, They're yeah. awesome, man. I freaking love them. Like, because he's always eating the insects and, like, naming their scientific name. It's freaking great. I love it. Like, he's eating the moth, and he's just, like, naming it off. And <laughs> it's one of my takes, favorite parts. Yeah. <laughs> he takes his breath spray then and, like, sprays it his mouth after he eats it. <laughs> You have and and his death was awesome because he got like his stomach ripped open. All the bugs came out of his stomach after you know. In the end, that was so freaking cool. Um, John Grease, he plays like some weird werewolf vampire hybrid looking thing. He's he's pretty cool and he's like the goofy one of the bunch. And then you have the uh, the one on the roller skates. I don't even I can't remember the name. They even gave a name for that one. It's like. I don't even know if that's a man or a woman to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought the same life. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then my last thing, and this is gonna like people are gonna be like, what? But I like that evil Ed is not in the movie because I don't like his character in the first movie. I think he's a jerk. <laughs> he kind of love like him okay. and I actually like him better in nine seven six evil than i do in fright night oh that's right he's in that movie you know yeah. he's also the nerd in uh fraternity vacation which he was good in that too but yeah i like charlie's friend in this movie richie played by the um captain kirk's son what's his name Mer- merit Butrick, or i don't know how if i pronounce that right but in <laughs> anyway all, all of these i think it's just a much more um interesting movie um i like the first fright night i'm not crapping on it whatsoever but this yeah is, i just prefer this one so tag someone else's it now <laughs> all right i'll go all ahead. right well oh, okay go ahead i always go last so i want to go not last yeah time. go ahead um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just gonna leave, I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> so um the first one i have on my list is uh texas chainsaw massacre 2 because I, I love the original so don't get me wrong the, the original is great but with the second one they just went where the original was more serious in tone and stuff, the second one just kind of went the opposite direction, just went batshit crazy. It had the the comedy element to it. 
and the characters were just completely memorable. And and once again, it's not saying that the characters from the first one weren't memorable because they definitely were. But this one, I mean, you had Chop Top number one. I mean, he's the number one stickout from the movie overall. From you know the leading lady with Stretch, and you know Lefty was kind of crazy himself, but. Dennis Hopper always plays a great crazy guy. And then even Leatherface, they gave him more of a personality in this, whereas that was kind of missing from the original one, and that's what made me love this one uh, a lot more than the, the the original. And the original is still up there as one of my top horror movies, but I just thought they they took what worked with the original one, but then just did something so different and so crazy, and I think it just worked, and it just elevated that franchise now obviously in later sequels that kind of brought it back down but for that time that was like the right way to go and i think it just elevated uh, texas chainsaw so much higher with that one with the original i always felt like it was more about the family as a whole than just leatherface like most of the sequels were and he was more of like a like a supporting character yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I can agree with that. He was came more of a forefront yeah. later. Right, on. yeah. He was more he was just part of the family rather than being the instead of being the only scary part of the family. In the first one, the whole family was, you know, you know, they were all in on it, you know, they're all the villains rather than Leatherface being the one heavy big over villain. Right. Bubba's got a girl. Bubba's got a girl. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, who's All right, next? I'll go next. Um, Maniac Cop 2. I love every one of these movies Good in pick. the series, but I can't help. Part 2 is by far the best of the three. So Okay. I agree. <clears throat> Robert Devise, great. Leo Rossi, always freaking great, man. And I mean, there's a whole bunch of veterans from the genre and it's like a good old grimy new york city from bill lustig that's some of my favorite shit and one of the most epic car chase scenes and so like an action horror i would say so yeah definitely maniac cop 2 superior to the first one and just i don't know man just a great ass movie so. yeah I'd, I'd have to agree i like that one better but I, like, lustig, I love all of them william lustig that was his. I think he said in the interview that it's his favorite. It's his favorite movie of all the movies he's directed. Yeah, I don't he blame him, man. He did a great job. It's got everything. Yeah. Like it represents its time, and it's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I did my list. I did. Uh, I try to pull from Ted a little bit. I made like restrictions on myself. I had to have already liked the the original itself. I couldn't have hated the original and then liked the second one by default. And I picked only part two movies. So my first on my list is Evil Dead 2. And okay. the, I see that movie as a remake because, you know, the whole rights debacle with that I movie. agree that with that, though. It is kind of a remake of the first yeah. one. Just batshit crazy. Yeah, it's it's like a lot of the same, but I love this movie so much more because it seemed like Ash was more of a fighter in this movie. Like he 
He didn't take as much shit. He wasn't not that he was like a little bitch in the first one, but he was a lot more badass. He's more the Ash that we know. Yes, (laughs) it's it's my favorite out of the franchise. Even though I love I love the TV show and I love uh, I love the third one. And I know Sean hates it, but for me, it's it's a good. I hate Sean Ward. It's just not my favorite. It's I see that one as more of a horror comedy than a horror. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, that was this is definitely like the second one better. Okay. Awesome. Ted, what do you got next? Oh, um <laughs> I forgot you already went out of doing my bad. See, I always go last and people just <laughs> expect <was> it. <laughs> Try to put you in your place, man. <laughs> um my next uh, will be uh I like Psycho 2 more than the original. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I, I like it's my favorite of the entire franchise. Um, I think Norman Bates, he's basically the protagonist in this movie. He's really sympathetic. Yeah. You know, he's been in uh, the insane asylum and he's basically, for the most part, he's been cured of his psychosis. You know, he gets a job at a diner. You know, he goes back. He'd have home. been fine. Yeah, he would have been fine. And then Janet Leigh's sister from the original starts harassing him on the phone and at work and trying to make him crack so he can get sent back because, you know, she hasn't gotten over the death of her sister, you know, from the first movie. Um, Meg Tilly, who plays Janet Leigh's sister's daughter, I think she's excellent in this movie. I love her yes. relationship and how it develops with Norman. He takes her in, which was the plot. You know, she was supposed to help him go crazy, but she ends up actually caring about him for him. And she's like, I don't want to do this. You know, this man, you know, he's got problems, but he doesn't deserve this. You know, he uh, doesn't deserve to be harassed. He doesn't deserve any, you know, the things that happened to him because he was abused when growing up and all that stuff. And um, ends up trying to stop her mother, but unfortunately, you know, it doesn't end well for her either. Right. Um, and I love the twist at the end of the movie, which I think is on par with the original. Yes. Where, we find out that the sweet old lady that he works with at the diner is actually his biological mother. And she's been the one who is killing everyone in this movie, not Norman. Like Norman thinks he's gone crazy and he's like been killing people, not realizing it. And it's been her trying to protect yeah. him. All the deaths get blamed on um, uh, Janet Lee's sister. And then Norman becomes completely insane and ends up killing his biological mother mother, and just goes back to where he was from the first movie. Yep. He's completely nuts. It's a great movie. It's a great psychological movie. And I know people, you know, like, you know, through, uh, Alfred Hitchcock, you know, he's a master, he's a master filmmaker, but you know, Psycho 2 does it better, in my opinion. I prefer it. Not to crap on Psycho 1, like I said. Uh, I like, I, I mean, I love two. I prefer the original, but two is a great movie. So yeah, yeah. you're not wrong at all. It's a great follow up. I agree. You know, and I like Cycle Three also. Cycle Three is a I fun do too. Movie. It's weird. It's kind of an acid trip in some ways. Yeah, so yeah. I don't <laughs> mind Anthony, it either. Anthony Perkins directed that one, so that may be the reason. Yeah. Why. <laughs> right. <laughs> I even didn't mind the Showtime one they did. No, which was I. I, I thoroughly enjoyed Part Four. So. Oh, the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just to kind of piggyback off that, because um, actually that's this was my my next one on my list was Psycho Two. Um, I I really felt that the story with this was a lot more compelling than the first one. I I, I like mm-hmm. the fact that we are going back and revisiting the character, you know, twenty two years later or whatever it was, 
and yeah. kind of seeing where he is and trying to adjust to normal life again. I, I, I thought they did a really good job, you know, story-wise with this. And then on top of that, you had this whole thing of, you know, is he crazy or not? Is is things happening in his head or is somebody messing with him? I thought they walked that, that fine line very well with this in making you question whether or not he's going crazy in or not. And um, that's why I love this movie so much more than, yeah. than the original. And I, I do love the original because, I mean, I've, I've loved most of what Hitchcock has done, but he's done... In my opinion, I think he's done better stuff than Psycho. Oh, I mean, because I, yeah. I like, for That's instance, I, I, I love the birds more yeah, than Psycho. The <laughs> um, and then Rear, Rear Window is another one yeah. that I love. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, I, I think those two are good examples of work that he's done that I think is better than Psycho. And Psycho is still a masterpiece. I mean, it still kind of set the, the stage and bar for a lot of the horror movies that came out after it. But I, I think Psycho 2 with the story and kind of how things moved along with the story and everything, I, I just think it was done so much better, and th- that's why I, I, I love it so much more than the, than the original. So, And Tom Holland, you know, he wrote Psycho 2. You know, Tom Holland, he, you know, he yep. directed the original Fright Night, the original Child's Play. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, like Hitchcock, he He's made the good. first movie as, <laughs> as a challenge because he um, – he was like, I wonder if I can make a movie for this for this budget, and you know, make it to where like young people can just go to the theater and you know have a good time. That was the whole point. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, Psycho Two, I definitely prefer over the original. All right, well, next on my list is Ghoulies Two. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the first Ghoulies, honestly. It's, oh, that movie's freaking boring. It's kind of just slow and boring, yeah. But part two is what I w- wanted to see when I watched part one. It was just at the carnival and a whole whole lot of freaking fun. The Ghoulies raise hell and got a pretty good cast, man. William Butler and was it Phil Fandango? <laughs> I know it's not Fandango. F- Fandacaro, yes. I mean. Yeah, Fandacaro. <laughs> <thank you>. Fandango. <laughs> and it's just a fun movie, man. Then you got a crazy ending with the mega large Ghoulie trying to fuck everybody up. There you go. Just all out fun, man. Like Ghoulies was supposed to be like the slightly more fucked up Gremlins is how I always looked at it. And yep. that's what Ghoulies 2 was, man. It was just a whole lot of fun. Definitely something everybody should check out, especially if you've only seen the first one and we're like, damn, these movies suck. So. <laughs> Agreed. Because they only get fun after that. Ghoulies 2 and 3 are great. I love those two yeah. movies. Um, well, my next one is probably from one of the newest horror franchises, and it's really not that new, but the, the youngest one that I love, just like the older ones that we all love. And who doesn't love a movie that features a song about biscuits and gravy? Because I picked Hatchet too. Yes. That's on my list. I went and held it back because I wanted to leave it for somebody that was else. On my list. <laughs> and that's not to take away from the original because the original was a masterpiece. And this one was like the the revenge plot. Like they're going back after this motherfucker. And then it had the perfect, I think, the perfect combination of horror and comedy together 
He well, got for sure. my favorite my favorite scene in the movie is the dude that gets decapitated while he's boning the chick from behind. <laughs> <laughs> and he starts going faster because his muscles are spasming. <laughs> starting to enjoy it now. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me that you love me. <laughs> Do you love me more than Jesus? And a great ending too, man. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I think it's Isaiah's turn. No, I already went. Psycho two. Because I was just oh, yeah. He piggybacked off you. It's back to oh, you, Ted. Okay. Jeez, Ted, back breaking the flow. Pay attention, Ted. <laughs> I'm a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next on my list is Chud 2, Bud the Chud. I freaking love this movie. Nice. Hell yeah. And a it's... whole lot more fun than the original. Sorry, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I was kidding earlier. You can always interrupt me, baby. You know? <laughs> I agree with Sean. It's much, so much more fun than the first movie. Um, I freaking love Bud. His you know, slapstick comedy, physical comedy. I love Trisha Lee Fisher and her bikini at the end, which is fantastic. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Robert Vaughn as the general is great. Um, of course, you have that awesome theme, but the Chud, but the Chud. Yeah, I love that. You can dance to that, man. I have danced to that. So you have so many cameos. You're like you have Robert England in the cameo. He's like yeah. a trick or treater. Norman Phil, I believe he's like the barber. You know, he's a big TV guy from back in the day. The movie just doesn't take itself seriously. I love, you know, Trisha Lee Fisher and her two friends are trying to stop the freaking Chud apocalypse. I mean, the movie was written as a Return of the Living Dead movie, and then it just got changed to Chud. So I still love Which it. It was a good thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I love it. I, it's a fun movie. I think it's better than the original. I like the original, but yeah, it's just. It's just more entertaining and fun. I've I've watched this movie so many times. It's so funny the way I got introduced to this movie is I was as a kid I was flipping through the TV one one afternoon, and the ending was on where she's in her bikini, which is why I love it. And um, okay, I was waiting for somebody. To <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. No, Ted, you're a creep. <laughs> I will agree with that. Okay, so um, <laughs> she, you know, at the end when they're luring all the uh, chuds into the into the swimming pool to freeze them, and so I was like, "What the heck is this movie?" And then Bud, you know, he pulls out his own heart because he's in love with her, and his heart's like beating, and you know, he gets frozen too. And I never even thought about it, but I was like, "What is this movie? This is weird." And then like years <laughs> later, after you know, watching like Chud, and then they're like Chud too, Bud the Chud. There's a second one, so. I managed to pick that one up on a a re on a region two DVD because I had a region free player, and when it got to that scene at the end, I was like, "Holy crap! This is this movie when I was a kid." <laughs> That's so great. Like, Don't you yeah. love when you can solve a mystery? <laughs> yeah, yes. no kidding. <laughs> like I bought it, like you know, I bought I bought it on bootleg because it was a widescreen from when they had Monsters HD, which was a great channel. Awesome. Back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you know, Lionsgate. 
I believe it was Lionsgate. They released that eight movie pack and it had it on there. That's then, what I. Course, that's what I got. Yeah. yeah, and then Vestron released it on Blu-ray, which of course I freaking pre-ordered that as soon as that came up. I was like, I'm getting this on Blu-ray. Yep. <laughs> so it sits next. It sits perfectly next to my copy of the first movie from Arrow Video now. So, nice. Chud Two, Bud the Chuds, flipping awesome. I love it. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. I, I I do love that movie a lot too. Um, now next on my list is actually, it's actually two movies because I, I like them both the same, and I do like them better than the original. Original. But the the ones that are next for me are Phantasm two and three. So I love the first one, but I like what they did with the second and third one, where they kind of made it more like a you know road movies and whatnot, kind of expanded the yeah. the the whole story with you know, the phantasm series with the tall man and the spheres and, you know, the, his world and whatnot, and just kind of really expounding on that story and taking it on the road, you know, you're seeing different scenery versus the first one where it's just in, you know, just in the one town. And then you've got this overarching story, you know, going on now. And I, I really think between all that, you know, the comedy that they started injecting in into it with like Reggie and stuff like that. And, his quest to finally get laid and obviously never happens. <laughs> and I, I don't know. I, I always like that whole aspect of it, but then even just with like the special effects and stuff with the spheres and how in the later movies, the spheres were able to do more than just drill and whatnot. Yeah. Different types of spheres. I, I always thought that was great. It was great. Able to elaborate. The first one's great, but it leaves so much mystery. You really did want to see more yeah. and try to figure out what the hell was going on. Agreed. So that, but yeah, with two and three, because I I love them both. They're my favorite out of the series, but I just couldn't choose between the two because I, I love them both equally. So that's why I have uh, two and three in there. Awesome, man. Next on my list is a controversial pick, probably, but it's just my personal take on the whole series. I think Exorcist Three is the superior movie to all of them. Just because, not that the first one isn't great. I don't like part two. I know some people love it, but mm-hmm. it's really boring to me. Part one is a great movie, but part three, I just thought was a lot scarier, man. It, it just has a, starts with this dark, airy tone and really never stops. Like, it's, I don't know, it's a different pace. It's not for everybody. Right. I've always just thought it was the superior movie. It's my favorite, like I said, my favorite out of the series. And I like the whole... I like the demon traveling to the different people through the different people in the hospital. I don't know, man. The whole movie just, even to this day, just kind of gets under my skin. And then you have that jump scare. You have that jump scare too. Yeah, man. (laughs) Which one are you talking about? The one with the person following the nurse out of the room. Yeah, exactly. That got got me on. Yeah, (laughs) she gets me. It just gets under your skin. Brad Dorf, of course, you can't beat him man no just definitely not all around like i said gets under your skin that's why i love it awesome all right what do you got mark uh, my next pick is um uh, nightmare on elm street part two and okay. it's this is a franchise that i like more installments than i don't like compared to the other ones i like i like pretty much all the movies even freddy's dead I mean, it's stupid, but I like it. I this this one is my favorite out of the entire franchise because it takes Freddy 
and gives him more power. It gives him a different segue into the real world, which makes for me makes him a little bit more terrifying because he comes out and he still has on the conscious uh, world. He still has uh, access to a lot of his uh, supernatural abilities like you would in the dream world. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I think the uh, controversy around the movie with the homoerotic bullcrap that kind of makes me like it a little bit more because I think that's a stupid reason not to like the movie. Agreed. Right. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> because the the movie for I me think is Freddy's solid. still pretty evil in this movie too, man. There's not a lot of yeah. Jokes, yeah. You know what I mean? You've got so. the body. I've got the brain. Yeah. And I I think if I if I'd never heard that, I don't remember where I heard that. I think I heard it from somebody online playing a game or on a message board or something stupid. If I never heard that, I probably would have never picked it out. I mean, the only part that really stuck out to me was the uh, the bar scene. But yeah, as soon as, as, soon as was, someone man. pointed it out to me, that. as soon as someone pointed it out to me, I saw it everywhere. I was yeah. like, why <laughs> is he, apart why is way, he <laughs> in this dude's bedroom with no shirt on when he's got this hot-ass chick back at the cabana that wants to have sex? <laughs> Yeah, she's I had the same right innocent in the take on it, man. You want to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I was too busy being scared of Freddy to notice all that shit. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Too busy that's enjoying like, the fucking movie. Yeah, it was a while before, even into my adult. That's how like oblivious I am to any homoerotic <laughs> stuff. I never caught any of the gay stuff until much later. But I always loved watching part two because I thought it was just a cool horror film. I love no, it. How he does the dance and shoots the pop gun right when she comes in. <laughs> no girls allowed. All night, baby. All night long. <laughs> yeah, I just I love the whole Freddy taking over his body and he's having those weird dreams. Don't forget Clue Gulliger as his dad. <laughs> Clue, Clue is so he's like awesome the standout for that movie for me. He was really great at being a fucking asshole. <laughs> what are you taking and where are you getting it from? <laughs> Tell me, son, we can all go back to bed. <laughs> I know what you did. You put a firebomb in that bird. Swift kicking that. <laughs> that bird just explodes. He's like, Jesse fed it a firebomb. <laughs> taking the bars out the window. What that kid needs a good swift kick in the butt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Falls off the ladder too. Clue Gulliger, I forget yeah. that. He's great. He's my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> yep. Anything he does is great, in my opinion. For sure. <laughs> Agreed. All Ted. right, Ted. Okay, I was waiting for my cue. Okay. <laughs> well, there's your cue. Uh, next on my list is House Two: The Second Story. This is again just like with Chud Two. It's just a. I have more fun with this movie. It's almost like more of an adventure movie because they're going through the different dimensions and, uh, you know, like the Aztec dimension, jungle dementia, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But um, you have John Ratzenberger. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm an adventurer, too. And looks like you got an interdimensional portal. And <laughs> just like so nonchalant <laughs> about it, it's great. Um, I love the I love uh, Royal Dano as, as Gramps, the zombie zombified grandpa who – has a lot of great dialogue with uh, uh, Jesse in the movie. And I love the villain, Slim. 
Um, it's yeah. just I think it's just a better story. Uh, it's more it has a better structure than the first movie. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, House Two, second story. I just have a lot more fun with it, and that's it. I like it more than the first one. Awesome. When I was a kid, the first one always scared the hell out of me, and the second one was like the fun one that I watched all the time. Yeah. I like them both. I bought Two this movie on VHS when my uh, video store rental, they were selling VHSs that weren't getting rented anymore. So they were just putting it on their shelf, and it's like, you know, a few bucks here and there. So I, yep. that's one of the first. So that's one of the first VHSs I bought from them. So I was just like, hey, heck yeah, I'll buy House 2. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> love every minute of that's it. That's great. All right. Well, my next one, uh, this is my second to last one, um, is uh, Child's Play 2. I, I love Child's Play, but Child's Play 2, there's just something about it. It just, I think the story is so much better, and it almost feels kind of claustrophobic because a lot of, most of it just takes place in that house. And then... With Chucky and the dynamic, you know, um, with him and, and whatnot, it, it's just it's just so good. And then you can't really beat that end scene in the toy factory yes. with that whole chasing. I, there's just something about that with him coming after Andy, and it's just so menacing and just so like like my adrenaline starts going and stuff. And I I, I just love that scene. That's probably my favorite scene out of the whole franchise is, is in that toy factory and it, it's just so good. And I love that movie so much. I love his rant. No, I'm going <laughs> to, I no, want to piggyback not. on that. Go ahead, Ted. <laughs> no, 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 I'm done. I... Oh, okay. I was going to piggyback on that. Cause that was my next one as well. And it's this is a franchise is very near and dear to my heart. It's one of my favorite, probably my second favorite horror franchise. And the reason this one is so much better, the number one reason this one's so much better is you get more Chucky. This movie has so yep. much more Chucky than the first one. Um, Kyle was a spectacular heroine in this movie. She was so much. I mean, not to take away from Catherine Hicks because she did a good job in the first one, but I I felt that Kyle was more compelling. She was more of a friend character that, uh, you know, he was more believable. You know, she didn't just oh he's just a kid. It, we're not gonna, you know, whatever he says, he just make believe. She actually, you know, listened to him and. Other than, you know, don't rat me out for trying to sneak out in the beginning of the movie. Right. And the the kills were so much more impressive in this. I mean, the guy got his eyeballs plucked out by a pneumatic press and replaced with all eyeballs. <laughs> that was pretty good. And then the teacher got beat to death with a yardstick, my which favorite is one death. of my favorite kills. <laughs> my favorite death. You've been very naughty. <laughs> <laughs> It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, that scene it kept zooming out. It kept going on. She kept whacking and whacking and whacking. Like, God damn. All right, good stuff. What do you got next, Sean? All right, well, um, next on my list, it's not really a hard flick, but I just wanted to throw it in here. It's Class of Nukem High Part 2. Yeah, I think this is the best one in the whole series. The first one is classic trauma. It's great, but this one just kicks it up a notch and has um, mouths on the buttons of their bellies, as it says. (laughs) This movie, I don't even know how to explain it, man. It's just a 
got a giant mutated fucking squirrel and a sweaty, stinky guy who tries to become the hero and falls in love with one of these bellied mouth creatures. So, <laughs> trauma at its finest. You definitely got to check it out. Class of Newcomb High Two is. If you don't watch any Class of Newcomb High, watch Part Two. Yeah, it's a great Friday night movie. Oh, it definitely, definitely is. Man. That's how I was introduced to it. Actually, was good old up all night. Yeah, so. Over on this year. Nice. I miss up on that. Me too. <laughs> All right. Well, Mark piggybacked off of me for his. Um, so what do you got next, Ted? Well, um, this has already been mentioned before, but I'll just give my two cents on it. Uh, Hatchet 2. Uh, my reasons, Daniel Harris is great as Mary Beth. I just think she's a better actress. Not to, you know, say the actress in the first movie was bad because she wasn't. But I just, you know, I'm a, I'm a Daniel Harris fan. I mean, I've, I've yep. been a fan of her since I was a little kid when I first saw Halloween Four, and um, I like the the lore, the mythology lore. Uh, Victor Crowley, it's expanded on. And it's interesting. You actually find out the circumstances of his birth and the curse. Um, I like how this movie, um, it's basically aliens except. Instead of space marines, you have gator hunters going after Victor Crowley. Um, of course, biscuits and gravy has already been mentioned. I yeah. love I love the characters like Vernon, Tom Holland as Uncle Bob is great. Arhe Mihailov as Trina Love. Of course, you know Tony Todd, Reverend Zombie. You know his role is ex- greatly expanded upon the first. He's a main character now instead of just a small little cameo. Um, the ending we already mentioned was wild and action packed. I love the fight between Trent and Victor Crowley. It was great. Yep. Just seeing these two guys, just big, big, tough guys fighting, the, beating the crap out of each other. Um, of course, all the deaths are very imaginative, which is what the franchise is known for. Like you know, the double chainsaw kill, Trent's death, you know, Reverend Zombie's death, where he gets cut in half and then ripped out of his own skin, which is great. Um, then, you know, Mary Beth taking out Victor with just completely hatching his head up and then taking the shotgun and <laughs> blasting it off. And then just in, in credits right there, she's like, <laughs> like, F you, and just shoots the gun and then credits just roll. I was like, just like finally, hey. the last girl freaking finishes it up. Yeah, she walks away <laughs> and then you think, well, I guess he's probably going to come back because she left him alone. And then like three seconds later, she comes back with the shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Because his fingers were moving too, like he was about to get up or something, you know, about to reform or whatever. And then she's like, "Bam!" Just <laughs> it was great. And then you know that had the great opening for Hatchet Three when she's just sitting down, you know, at the beginning of Hatchet Three, and then it, you know it's the Halloween shot. You see Victor just rise up like Michael Myers. <laughs> it was great too. So I mean, you know, I love the franchise, but Hatchet Two is my favorite of the whole franchise. I would agree. I Definitely. That's a good one. Um, well, before I get to my last one, I just have a couple honorable mentions because I've, I've talked about these movies quite a few times already, so I don't need to really go into detail on them. Uh, but Jason Lives, obviously, is is one that I prefer over the original for obvious <laughs> That's reasons. That's one of my made. honorable mentions, too. Yep. <laughs> on, yeah, I just try to stay away from all the stuff we talk about all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's why it was an honorable mention. Yep. <laughs> Uh, next would be Halloween 2 in 2018. Um, I do like both of those better than the original, uh, but I absolutely love Halloween 2 in 2018, and 
I, I do love the original just because of its significance, but I definitely prefer those two over the original. And then uh, Dawn of the Dead, because we talked about this what, last week or the week before or whatever um, when we were ranking yeah. the Romero zombie films. So that's another one. Obviously, that's that was on my top of my list, so I do prefer that over the original as well. But the last one I have on my list is Sleepaway Camp 2. I love the original oh, Sleepaway nice Camp. pick. But with Sleepaway Camp 2, they really kind of went in that really crazy direction, kind of like what uh, Texas Chainsaw 2 did. And I love Pamela Springsteen, what she brought to the character of Angela. She really made it her own. And just, you know, because you had the quiet, reserved, you know, character from the first one that uh, Felissa Rose did. And she's just outspoken, fucking crazy, and just ready to kill you in, in two and three. So I like what she brought to the character. I love the, the, the direction that they went with it and just kind of even with the filmmaking and, and everything going along with that one. I, I love what they did with two and how they took it in a totally different direction, made it more campy, more fun and not so serious like the original was. So it wasn't as much of a slow burn with all the flashback scenes either yep. as the first one had. Right. And when I was younger, the first one messed me up, man, because I was like, this Angela chick is really fucking cute. (laughs) (laughs) And then I got to the end, I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's great. I don't like this movie. (laughs) Sleepaway Camp 2 also has the I'm a Happy Camper song. Yep. That's right. Uh (laughs) I love that. I love to drink and fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and if you pay me money on my titties, you can suck. <laughs> I love it. Camp too, also. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were hot. <laughs> that's just me being a creep. So. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my, that's my uh, number one pick for tonight. That's my last one. All right. Well, next on my list is Leprechaun 2. Oh, nice. Yes. Wow. I thought Leprechaun 2 was... Leprechaun's a fun movie. It's real simple, but Leprechaun 2 is just... For Ted's sake, it's got a beautiful woman. And and it's a great story, man. Set in L.A. And I don't remember all the actors' names in this one. I don't have my thing open, but... Charlie Heath. It's a freaking Andy great Barry. movie. I love the scene in the bar when he's trying to um go shot for shot with the other dude, and you got all the midgets and <laughs> when they say <laughs> one of us or some shit. Yeah, like that. Tony one Cox. of us. And I feel like this movie kind of set the stage for the rest of the movies more so than the first one did. It just. Mm-hmm. It's kind of just made Leprechaun into what it is. It was a lot different, yeah. 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 I liked how they made it like everything a standalone installment. Like, you didn't have to watch Leprechaun 1 to get Leprechaun 2, etc. Yeah, I like that, too. I like that, too. I even love the opening scene when he drinks the whiskey, and it's like, it's not Irish whiskey or something. (laughs) Everything about this movie is just fucking great. (laughs) The homeless man in the cops. He's like, a little, a little green man came out of a tree. It's like, I bet he had little gold buckles on his little black shoes. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Happy, happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. Get him out of here. You keep drinking, you're going to see little green men. Yeah. 
my last pick was uh, one of Isaiah's honorable mentions is Halloween 2. And I, I agree that 2018 was a great movie, but the whole controversy of is Michael and Lori related or not, that makes me love this movie even more, even though I loved it to begin with, because this really concreted the fact that, yes, they were brother and sister in the original story. And the for the same reason, one of the reasons I liked Child's Play too, the the kills were just ramped way up. And mm-hmm. this movie and Child's Play two are the only two movies that had ever given me nightmares, which I think is like an achievement for a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really young when I saw them. the The scene with the hot tub is the one that really messed me up. And then it, to me, it seemed like Michael was more of an unstoppable force in this movie than the first one. Maybe because he killed more people. Because he didn't kill, well, he killed like three or four people in the first one. I don't remember. He has a stronger appearance, I think, in the second one. Then. Uh-huh. And then the the end scene with the the oxygen tanks and everything. Yeah, it was I love just, that. That's a that was, movie. yeah, I love, it, it was just... It was amazing. It was. It kept me on the edge of my seat because it's like he can't see, but he can hear, and he can. He's still like he's still Michael Myers, and if you get close to him, he's gonna fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> you can just hear the freaking scalpel slicing through the air. Yeah. <laughs> I love the kill in that movie when he uh, stabs the nurse from behind, lifts her up, and her claws fall yep. into the uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Probably my favorite kill of the whole movie. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, Ted, what do you got next? Uh, next, I will say the prophecy two, with uh, Christopher Walken. You know, he did those three prophecy movies. Um, I like this one more than the first movie because it's basically Terminator. Christopher Walken's trying to kill Jennifer Bills because she's gonna give birth to like this human angel hybrid and. It'll, like, end the war that's going on in heaven. You know, Christopher Walken hates humans, and he, he's he's an angel, and, you know, he's like he's he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger from the original Terminator. He's just unstoppable, and, of course, it's Christopher Walken, so he's got great lines and, like, not understanding everything that, like, technology. Like, you have a scene where a cop is talking on the walkie-talkie, and look on Christopher Walken's face. He's just like, like, they can hear you? And you can hear them. And the guy looks at him and he's like, yeah. And he's like, that's amazing. And then like taps his head, makes him pass out and steals it from him. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Just some great scenes. Um, Yeah. And you have Eric Roberts. He's in a role towards the end. And like the climax is in like the Garden of Eden. But it's not like what you think the Garden of Eden yeah, is. Yeah, it's like not this, corny. That's yeah, a good it's like series, this urbanized, man. weird-looking industrial place, and it's a cool chase. And, you know, Brittany Murphy's in it. She's Christopher Walken's human slave. She tries to kill herself, and he brings her back or and makes her do his bidding. It's a really fun movie. I like it. I think it's better than the first one. Nice. All right. Well, I got some honorable mentions, I guess, I'll mention before my last one. Aliens, I thought was the first one's great, man. I love the first one, but Aliens is just 
maybe the steroid rule applies to this because you got freaking aliens everywhere and just a great cast. RoboCop 2, I think the same thing. This movie is probably one of my favorite movies, man. It just, again, part one is great, but part two is just, the, again, on steroids, crazy with the fun little fake advertisements. And I think the kills might even be a little bit more violent. I might be wrong on that. But anyway. I love it when he's trying to lecture to the kids that were robbing that store. That was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bad words make for hurt feelings. <laughs> yeah, they fucked Robocop all up, man. And that little kid, man, the drug dealer, man, he's a little badass. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> Terminator 2, part one is like kind of dark yes. and dreary, but yep. the second one is just, I think, probably the best action flick ever made and still stands up to this day. As I thought the first one was boring, personally. Yeah, some people don't like it. I like the first, but the second one is just... The, the second one is easily one of my favorite action movies of all time. Is That chase scene with the, the fucking semi-truck and the motorcycle oh, yeah. going down the L.A. River, man. That was it's, like long, awesome. it's like an hour-long chase. At, like almost the whole ending of the movie <laughs> is a long fucking chase. It's great. Man. Yeah. Um, Kickboxer 2. Yes. I just freaking love that movie. I can watch it all the fucking time. <laughs> Naked Gun two and a half just ups the comedy and I can't watch that movie without just laughing almost all the way through. And Adam's Family Values. Yes. Twice as fun as the original. And you know, I want Girl Scout cookies too. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. last on my list though is Return of the Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing is a fun movie. Wes Craven did a great job, but Jim Wynorski is the king of swing and freaking knocked it out of the park, man. <laughs> Heather, Heather Locklear, she'll probably never own up to, I don't know if she owns up to being in this or not, but she's fun in this movie. And it's just what Return of Swamp Thing, it's what Swamp Thing should be. Monsters, comedy, craziness. Just a fun fucking movie. And I love the little fat kid and his reactions to the shit that goes on. Yeah. He's freaking great, man. He deserves an Oscar for his role. <laughs> so. Him and his little friend. They were yeah, great. man, they're great. They help like make At the, the end, movie. they're like, he didn't have film in the camera. Ah, <laughs> shucks. <laughs> so, definitely one of my favorite movies. Nice. My last honorable mention I had was Devil's Rejects. The... I love the first one, but the second one, it, it seemed a lot more action-packed to me, and the score was a lot better. Um, it had a much better cast, you know. It's more of a movie. The first one's like his yeah. tribute to cinema, and that's like the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the first one was more artsy, yeah. yeah. Any other ones from you, Ted? Yeah, I've got one more. Uh, my honorable mentions, of course, are Halloween 4, you know, like Friday 2, Friday 6, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, uh, Return of the Swamp Thing, Sean already went over, um, <laughs> Aliens. Um, yeah, so my final on the list is my only non-part 2, and my, it's my favorite of the franchise, Phantasm 3. Um... I love the whole idea of Mike like being experimented on by the tall man. Things like that was going yeah. on. Um, of course, I love Rocky. She kicks butt. She's awesome. Um, 
I liked him, the little kid played by Kevin Connors. He could hold his own, you know, he's not just like a dinky little kid where he's like crawling up into a ball <laughs> or whatever. You know, he's got that he's got like all those home alone style traps for intruders, but except they kill you. <laughs> right. Like that. He's out, outsmarting everybody. Um Reggie is Reggie, you know, he's in fine form here. Um <laughs> I love I love the ending when Reggie's like being held up by all the balls in the corner. Oh, that's great. And and uh Tim comes in after um Tim comes in and um he gets dragged out of the window after uh, Reggie's warning him saying, Hey, um, um you know, get out of here, it's over, it's all over. The tall man comes in, he's like, It's never over and then the dwarves just pull Tim through the window and in credits. Um Yeah, so I I love it. Um, it's my favorite of the franchise and um yeah. There you go. Awesome. Got a good chunk of movies here that we like better than the yeah, original. Yeah, it was I think a good was great. spread. Yeah. But we would always love to hear what you guys think. You can always reach out to us through our social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at CLS Podcast. As always, we appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. Ted, do you have any final words of wisdom for us as we leave? Nah, not really. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, take any wood nickels. <laughs> there you go. Don't That's, eat any yellow snow. <laughs> don't eat yellow snow. That's a great one. Uh, All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.